Holy cow, the Trump derangement syndrome is something. Yeah, Glenn Kirshner on MSNBC talking to Dino Badala, who is another piece of work. The Trump derangement syndrome, full on. As a matter of fact, Trump should get arrested now before something else happens. David, in support of an arrest warrant, hand it to a judge, and that judge, 10 times out of 10, would sign an arrest warrant for Donald Trump. That's the part that really irks me to no end, because there are crimes for which Donald Trump can and should be arrested and indicted right now, but instead we are leaving him out there to grift his base, to continue to push the big lie, and to recruit foot soldiers for insurrection 2.0. That's what has to be addressed now. They can't stop talking about it. Talking about Trump, pretending that uh, he's, he's leading people to insurrection. They can't stop. Maybe they understand that gas prices are at an all-time high. Maybe they understand the border, as I've been discussing, is a complete and total mess. They've absolutely failed the country on COVID and have done nothing but spread fear, which will get us into a conversation of fear incorporated. They can't stop. They don't know how to stop. Do they know yet that Trump isn't president? He's not the president. So why are you still having these conversations, you lunatics? Why do you keep doing this? And why do you keep on, and when it comes to uh, the, 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 the conversation of masks and vaccines, why do you keep saying that there are people out there who want to kill their kids? You know, Reverend, I am not a lawyer, and I tell folks this all the time on Woke AF, but the reality is is that I am waiting for the class action lawsuits against these Republican governors who are endangering their constituents. It makes absolutely no sense, to Michael's point. Why have we politicized the pandemic? Why have we allowed this to happen in this nation where we're seeing school board meetings be interrupted by people who are saying no, ma- no masking of my children when we are seeing an uptick in children, not just in this country, but around the world. We- I am so glad you're woke AF. Too bad it doesn't make you smart. Masks don't work. And we haven't discussed what they're doing to kids regarding respiratory issues. They don't work. Scott Gottlieb is a former director of the Food and Drug Administration. He thinks kids should be in KN95 masks. Well, at least in N95 mask, you'd have a shot. But now you have to assume that a child will be able to wear it appropriately for seven hours. What do you do during lunchtime? Seven hours wearing a mask. You're out of your head. But this woman, she she can't understand it. Danielle Moody. She's woke AF, which means, um, I, I don't think I'm allowed to say. This is the kind of madness going on all around the country. This is the kind of silliness taking place. A total, total lack of of rational thinking, but rather of constant hate and derision and not only fear-mongering, but if you disagree with us, well, then you have to be destroyed. Remember, not only would you argue that Glenn Kirshner over there at MSNBC believes that Trump should be arrested, why shouldn't you be arrested? Who knows what you might do? We're going to get to that in a second. I want you to put that on the side just for a moment. Let me hit a couple things really quick. One is Senator, Senator, 
Lord forbid, Representative Adam Kinzinger. Thank you. Thank you very much. Who tweets out, if you didn't serve in the Revolutionary War and refer to yourself as a patriot, you probably are not one. What is going on? If you didn't serve in the Revolutionary War and refer to yourself as a patriot, you probably are not one. Ew, David. Why, why, why would you say this? What is the point of this? The Republican from Illinois who believes Trump is the enemy, who believes that an insurrection took place, who's sitting on that January 6th commission, we have to find the truth. He's crying. What are you, what are you, what are you doing? Buying into the methodology, the theory that somehow to call yourself a patriot or to believe yourself a patriot is, is what, hack, hokey? I think it matters to a lot of people. The very concepts of patriotism matter to a lot of people. They're proud of it. They want it. They actually love their country. It's important to them. Isn't that right, Tamara Stock? Your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it, and I'm so happy I get to represent U.S.A. <laughs> Not a patriot? Female wrestler wins gold. Incredible story. Not a patriot? Okay. Look, look. Representative Kinzinger, you, you've clearly shown us that you are, are the intellectual, and we have much to learn from you. Thank you so much for letting us know uh, that patriotism is dead. Wait, hold on. Let's just in. It's, it's, it's not. It's not? It is not dead. Sorry, Representative Kinzinger. It seems that you were wrong. Again. But what is more wrong than Fear Incorporated? You can find the story at WIBC.com. You can find the story at my site, at TonyKatz.com. Fear Incorporated is how I describe this push to say, oh, if you're not vaccinated, well, let's ruin you. Now, I have spoken very, very clearly on this subject that I think the vaccine works. And I know people want to yell at me for saying that. And I just... Go ahead. Go ahead. I think I've got facts, logic, and reason on my side. But one of the things I don't believe in is force. And I am seeing people push the idea of forcing vaccines. Employers should force vaccines. Federal government should force vaccines. Michael Brendan Darty, writing over at National Review, really interesting piece. It's a piece I thought I could have written. He writes, this is a question of politics, political culture, the authority of normal life versus the respected authorities in charge of public health. Public health authorities don't know how to stop giving you extra restrictive advice, and they can't learn how to stop giving it if we don't learn how to stop asking for it. Or until we start ignoring what they say and start punishing politicians who translate their guidance into nuisances. He's making a good point, and, and I agree with the overall point. 
The expert class doesn't know what it's doing. Stop asking them. The experts have done us wrong time and again and again and again. The experts in the FBI, when's the last time they were right? Don't get me wrong. They've done some good things. But on the big subjects where we talk about the top brass, when have they been right? When has the CIA been right in the last 40 years? Is that that wrong to ask? Talk about our institutions that way. They're wrong. They're terrible. They fail in every single way. I shouldn't notice? I think we should notice. But I, even as somebody who sees the vaccine working, I can understand that some people are hesitant or, or, or reticent. I don't think these are bad people. I don't think these are people who should be attacked. If we take a look at data, the percentage of total population that has received at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose by race or ethnicity, the highest amount are people who are Asian. The lowest amount is the people who are black. 39% of Hispanics, 34% of blacks, 47% of white people, 62% of Asians. Now, For all the people who want to say, well, it's just because those chimps are pretty, you see. Of course they're lying. Of course they're lying. They'll never, ever talk about uh, the reticence of black America, if we want to call it that one monolithic group, which they're not, to get vaccinated. And they've got their own reasons for that. People have issues. Why in the world would you call them terrible, awful people? Or maybe they don't have issues. Maybe they've got reasons. So let me give you a a little more into my own thoughts so you know where I'm coming from and you can agree, disagree, etc. I oppose all concepts of forced vaccination. I find those who favor employers demanding their employees get vaccinated to be disgusting. And it's more than just a strong disagreement. The people who advocate for forced vaccination believe in an America that is anything but America. So I support those who have already had COVID deciding that they do not need the vaccine. You know, this is the Senator Rand Paul conversation, doctor in his own right. If you you have had COVID, you have the antibodies, you could say to yourself, all right, I, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm past this. I'm moving on. There's no need for a vaccine. Now, maybe there's a doctor out there who disagrees. But if you and your doctor say, yeah, you, know, you don't need the vaccine, you're fine. You're good. My father is 83. My father had COVID. The question is, does he need the vaccine? Doesn't he get to make that call? You're going to tell that man who has already had the virus He can't come into your restaurant because of it? I mean, it's your restaurant. You're weird. You're weird and you're anti-science. Doesn't he have an argument to make? Should his employer now force a vaccine upon him? Should society? Forcing those people to get a vaccine seems to me, it seems backwards and irrational. Now, I support the use of monoclonal antibodies or any other therapeutic, any other thing out there that a citizen and their doctor decide to take. Now, to that end, I support a citizen and their doctor deciding to use hydroxychloroquine. 
I support a citizen and their doctor deciding to use ivermectin. Now, I will tell you the amount I know about ivermectin is very, very small. Been around for forever. Super cheap. Does it work? I don't know. Check with your doctor. It's just people are talking about it. However, not so much on social media. I am pretty sure that the phrase, I support a citizen and their doctor deciding to use ivermectin, that'll get you banned from Facebook. And this is where the horror is. Imagine the world we Americans live in now, where when you state, I support citizens and their doctors making decisions about their own health, including what treatments to try, that's considered a radical revolutionary act. Now, I got backup because guys like Joe Rogan, I, I don't have it edited, so I can't play it on his podcast, refer to these people, all right, the politicos, the health professionals, the media, refers to them as many dictators. He's absolutely correct. Absolutely, positively correct. There are certain occupations that require vaccines, but forcing employees to get vaccinated not allowing them to avail themselves of all the other options or consult with their doctor and and even choose no option, that's twisted. It's the instilling of fear into the citizenry. You're talking about hammering away at Americans who refuse to comply, who just want to know the information and do what is best for them and their families. And so it's started me down this road of discussing this as the post-Americanism. Now, it could could possibly be described as post-constitutionalism, but I think that's a debate for another time. Post-Americanism is the only way I can logically explain the media, the government, corporate giants demanding Americans give up their right to say no or to disagree. It's better explained by Biden, who knew the eviction moratorium is illegal and didn't care. Okay, thank you. I went ahead and did it, but here's the deal. I can't guarantee the court won't rule that we don't have that authority. But at least we'll have the ability to, if we have to appeal, to keep this going for a while. At least, I hope longer. He knows he has no authority. Because an eviction moratorium is the taking of personal property. You rent out the property. Now he said you're not allowed to rent out the property. He took your property rights away from you. That is a post-Americanism. He committed a crime, as I see it, that no Republicans have pushed for impeachment is beyond me. So they will admit that they will push for a vaccination through financial intimidation and through the taking of property rights and through coercion. And so I was reminded of Murder Incorporated from the 30s. These Italians, these Jews, organized crime, Albert Anastasia and Lucky Luciano and Frank Abandando and, and Bugsy Siegel. These were the contract killers for the mob. Nearly a thousand murders in the span of just over a decade. But their purpose wasn't to kill. Their purpose was to instill fear in anyone and everyone connected to them to remind them that no one was immune from retribution if this such retribution was deemed necessary. And today we have fear incorporated. Biden, the Democratic Party, corporate, cultural, and medical institutions, and media at large. If you don't listen to them, they take your jobs, they ruin you on social media, they take your property rights, they threaten your financial freedom, and one can assume they'll discuss taking your physical freedom soon enough. It is up to us to stand up. 
It is up to us to say no. I think the vaccine works, but I don't get to decide for other people. But forcing the vaccine, these people want fear because fear brings them control. I'm Tony Katz.